Okay, hello. Uh, welcome back to episode 50, half a century uh, of the Penarga POV podcast with me, Ant, and James, but no Gary. Gary he, uh, is, he, 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 got, got, he got voted out of office. He lost his election. Yeah, we sent him to Ukraine. Oh, no. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> Turns out he was the one that fired that missile. <laughs> he pressed the wrong button. Trying to start World War Three. Yeah, so that was one of the things that happened. So that that was like one of those things. So when it, when it first got announced, you're you're kind of like, ooh, that's not that's that 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 sounds bad. Like, yeah, you didn't know who, who did it at first. Yeah, so really, if that was Russia. Shit, is it? Like, the thought crossed my mind. Like, okay, this is going to be World War. III. It wasn't like when when Trump had the the Iranian. General killed, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, it's World War Three!" It's like, no, I wasn't afraid of World War Three when that happened. Mm -hmm. But this, I was like, "There's, there's some potential here." <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for those like uh, emergency uh, texts that go out, like yeah, national. Your bunker. Yeah, I like mean, you're, you're fine. You're in the middle of nowhere. You're. I ain't that far in the middle of nowhere. I'm still near some major cities. Yeah, I mean, you're not good. You have any nukes that happen. I mean, you're good. You know, you have time to evacuate. I don't know if it'll be nuclear warfare. I have no idea. Dude, I, I get turned into, like, radioactive dust in, like, a second. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. I mean, to be honest... I'm, I'm gone. Philadelphia already looks like it's nuked. It's becoming the second Detroit. I mean, we'd be, probably be, like, third in line to be nuked, to be honest with you. But... I think you're first. Yeah, I mean, they'd probably go for, like, New York first. I, that's what I would do. Uh, New York? Yeah. Hmm. Eight million people. That's so cliche. But it's not Yeah, the they probably do like um like industrial centers, honestly. Yeah, well Detroit <laughs> then you would not hit anything in America. <laughs> Detroit before and after the nuke, it would just be the same. <laughs> That's right. Oh, there's gotta be a meme or a, a gift that does that or GIF, whatever the fuck it's called, where a nuke goes off and Detroit just never changes. <laughs> Well, there's an um scary movie where where it was like, like here's Detroit before the tripod attack, and here's Detroit after. Yeah. <laughs> it just nothing changed. <laughs> it's just the aliens. That was it. <laughs> it's just that scene from Independence Day when they're uh, nuking the the spaceship, and it's just that that screen of them looking around the city. It just Detroit. <laughs> you would need to you would need to drive that to be in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Bulletproof, nuke proof. All right, so uh, NATO member Poland and the head of the military alliance both said on Wednesday that a missile strike in Polish farmland that killed two people appeared to be unintentional and was probably launched by air defenses in neighboring Ukraine. Mm -hmm. uh, Ukraine's defense was launching their missiles in various directions, and it is highly probable that one of the missiles unfortunately fell in Polish territory. He said. Polish President Andrzej Duda. There is nothing, absolutely nothing, to suggest that it was an intentional attack on Poland. Mm. All right, because you know Poland's like finger was hovering over that 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 button, like that's revenge seventy years in the making. Was that like an amazing spit take? You know, when um the Polish president just received those that news, like. <laughs> Uh, sir, we just got hit with a missile from Ukraine or Russia. <laughs> yes, this is my chance. 
Payback's a bitch comrade. I don't know. I mean, with the way that, you know, Russia is struggling with Ukraine, I have a feeling that they wouldn't fare very well against Poland. Yeah, I know. Wild to say, but and sure, Ukraine's got, you know, the backing of pretty much all the Western countries. At this pretty point, much but... NATO versus Russia. That's pretty much what it is. But I mean, Poland's been NATO member for like two decades now or something like that. But pretty, pretty long time. Oh yeah, long so time. I, your military's good, you know. It's 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 not the best, but it, it's again the way Russia's been bogged down in Ukraine. It's like eh, maybe Polish should get their revenge, but no, no revenge today. Yep, no revenge. No, maybe another day, oh. another day. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg at a meeting of the 30-nation military alliance in Brussels echoed the preliminary Polish findings. Um, President Zelensky of Ukraine, however, disputed them and asked for further investigation. Mm. I don't know why he's pushing this. <laughs> but guys, I really want to start a nuclear war. <laughs> Jesus. Are you sure? Can you check again? Bruh, these people really pushing war like like it's uh no one else's lives on the planet except theirs. It's definitely weird. It's like, dude, chill out for a bit. You know, I, I understand you, you you want help, but uh, getting NATO involved in this would be pretty bad for the rest of the world. Yeah, it'd be pretty bad for Russia, but it would be pretty bad for us normal folks. Ukraine refuses to accept it was behind Poland. That's retarded. Uh, this is not Ukraine's fault. Russia bears ultimate responsibility, said the UN, uh, said the NATO Secretary General. Uh, Zelensky told reporters he had no doubts about a report he received from his top commanders that it wasn't a missile or a missile strike. Uh, Ukrainian officials should have access to the site and take part in the investigation. So it seems to me like there's a lot of people like. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Oh, like, they're no just, they're just pointing fingers. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be the dude that, that accidentally fired a missile into a friendly country and killed two. Like, that's the thing. If it just landed in a field and made it dense, like, okay, that sucks, but whatever. Uh-huh. It killed two two guys, so now you have a really big incident here. But, I don't know. If I was Ukraine, I'd probably just take the fucking hit and just say, hey, yeah, it was an accident. It was on our fault. Instead of nuking the entire world. Dude, the, the levels of corruption that existed in Ukraine well before this war is like... I'm not surprised if a bunch of military generals wanted to cover up a big mistake that they made. I'm not surprised either. Yeah. But that's not that's not too big of a mistake. I mean, we've drone bombed... I mean, two fucking people. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> During a war, and you you fire. I mean, it's one thing to fire, do a drone strike in a country that you're at war with or have hostilities with, but it's another thing when it's like your neighbor and they're friendly, and then oh, that that country suddenly thinks it was the other country that you're at war with, and then you're in a, an alliance that can drag like thirty other countries in with you. You know? Yeah. No. No one had this kind of panic when fucking. Korea was, like, North Korea was just launching, yeeting missiles into Japan's waters. Not even... Well, today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a single sense of urgency, but... Uh, I think that's because no one died from those missile strikes, but still, though. No, no they just fire them into the ocean. That's just... great. That's great. Give the fucking fish PTSD. 
Walk one of these giant cylindrical objects that keep falling in our territory and exploding. You don't. Well, thankfully, they haven't exploded. <laughs> uh, let's see. Before the Polish and NATO assessments, um, Joe Biden said unlikely that Russia fired the missile, but added, I'm going to make sure we find out exactly what happened. You mean you're not, but your handlers will. Someone's going to figure it out, but it's not his problem. It's time for bed. Hmm. Explosions. Russian Defense Ministry spokesman in Moscow said no Russian strike Tuesday was closer than 35 kilometers, or 22 miles, from the Ukraine-Poland border. The Kremlin denounced Poland and other countries' initial response and, in rare praise for a U.S. leader, hailed Biden's restrained and much more professional reaction. What? <laughs> because he, Biden didn't rush in and say, it was the Russians, they did it. You know? That's kind of what Poland and Ukraine did, but that's what Biden did. Which is, it was smart on his part, because you don't want to make those kind of accusations when you have little information to go on. In fact, it's it's kind of irresponsible to do that. And so, yeah, I'm not fond of Biden, but yeah, that he did the right thing there. You're not you're not supposed to make like like little. Well, I think it might have been the Russians. You can't do that. It could have been the Russians. I mean, it. This right could have been, but you don't know for sure, so this, you can't. This right here says know. Russia launched a massive wave of rocket attacks. I'm just like, what two of a hundred that they launched? Uh, or one of them. How many missiles hit Poland? Two. Or just one? Two, two, uh, I think, well, it, it killed two people. I think it was one missile. One missile? Yeah. One out of a hundred. I mean, they're trying to destroy Ukraine's um, infrastructure to keep supplies from coming in. So, it is Russian tech, so that's like rolling dice on whether or not it's going to land where it needs to land. I'm not surprised. It could actually be Russia, but I'm not going to fucking point the finger at them because oh, I don't want to... It could be, but yeah, you can't just, like, say, oh, it was them, you know? No, no, we no, think no. it's them. This is unacceptable. Like, you don't know. You can't. Yeah. No one can go Especially back Especially when Ukraine is trying to uh, intercept those missiles. Exactly. So, if they're firing missiles into the western part of your country and you're firing interceptors to get those and one of them fucking misses, it's got to land somewhere. Yep. And you're not talking about doing this in the center of the country. This is right on the border, so... See, uh, the Polish president said the missile was probably a Russian-made S-300 dating from the Soviet era. Ukraine, once part of the Soviet Union, fields Soviet and Russian-made weaponry and has also seized many more Russian weapons while beating back the Kremlin's invading forces. Yeah, you see, with Russian-made rockets... Yeah, do you remember the... I don't know, probably not a World War II buff, but... Yeah. Uh, it's the, the rocket truck called the Katusha. No, maybe I've seen it. Probably oh. seen it. Uh, it's uh, basically a... a military truck that has... The, a, the rocket launcher? Yeah. It's like sits on a truck? Yep. Okay, I, I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah, 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 this way. I did spell it right. Oh, shit. Nope, almost. But yeah. This I, I spelled is... it how I thought it was spelled, and then Google just helped me. So I, I know there was a weird-ass Y in there for some, for no reason at all. But... Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Missiles of death. Otherwise, I think it was also called Stalin's Organ. 
that sounds sexual. It, that's because you're just uh, just a dirty boy. But no, they oh, name they, it after my penis. Russian tech was so cheap that they had to line up so many of these and just. I think there's like uh, is nineteen or eighteen missiles per truck. Impressive. And they would just destroy everything. But it's like you needed so much to cover a small area. Because the missiles were so inaccurate. So it's it's you just needed to launch as many as you could to increase your odds of hitting something. Exactly. And that's that's the Russian way of doing something. Just do it in mass until you get your result. And a shitload of soldiers and eighty percent of them will die, but you'll you'll win, so Yep, just like they didn't have enough guns or ammo for every soldier in every army, and they're in their army. Just like, hey, if you die, there's going to be plenty of guns laying around. And you're not allowed to retreat. If you try to retreat, you'll get shot by the soldier behind you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Stupid shit. So, uh, I don't think much else is going to come from this. I think it's pretty much, they're, they're pretty sure it was just a Ukrainian missile. Zelensky's going to protest. Because he just wants more money and more armaments, which I understand, but th this is kind of a dead end of, of accusing the Russians here. Uh-huh. So, that's that. Well, going from Ukraine, there's another person that was involved with um, Ukraine, and there was a big scandal that happened. It's FTX. But yes, FTX. Mm-hmm. So... I was listening to uh, Tim Pool earlier today, and um, and he was doing a little bit of he was doing a video on this, and I believe there was like some summit you could buy a ticket for, and he was a part of it along with a many other like rich elite people throughout the world, and they funneled money through his organization, and part of the people there was Zelensky. Mm -hmm. I forget how he explained it, but it's it's basically, I don't know, it's some weird money thing where someone else holds the money and then they distribute it somewhere else for through charities or something. I don't know exactly, but um, wow, that's a great, alongside the failure of the red wave to materialize in the mid, why is that, how does that have anything to do with this? I don't understand MB, MSNBC. It's MSNBC. I don't know it makes what makes no sense. The other surprising news of last week was the overnight collapse of FTX. You could have just said the surprising news of last week. This this is garbage. The huge. It's MSNBC. You kind of gotta yeah, understand what yourself into. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, it's it's. Garbage. Was it written by Joy Reid? <laughs> uh, who was it? No, it had Gina Moon. Uh, some yeah, that's Moon. not a real person. No. Nope, that's not a real, that's fake. That's fake? Computer-generated person. Probably. Where's the author? <laughs> uh, Deshaun Aleem? I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't like journalists. Me neither. Oh, it's all nerd. Anyway, uh... FTX, the huge now and now bankrupt cryptocurrency exchange where people bought and sold crypto assets like Bitcoin, 
and the astonishing disappearance of the wealth of its ultra-rich founder, Sam Bankman Freed. Or is it Fried? Freed? Fried? Freed? Freed. I'd go with Freed. Bueller? No. Uh, crypto had a rough year. Oh yeah, dude, that's just tanking. Uh, like everything else, I swear if you look at the trend of Bitcoin, that is literally going to be the U.S. economy of the stock exchange in about two years. It's going to be just dropping as fast as Bitcoin is right now. With many currencies plummeting in value the, and exchange platforms collapsing, but FTX had until last week seemed like an exception, both in its stability and Bankman Freed's reputation as an honest player. Yeah, no one in big ass um, wealthiness is not an honest player. I don't trust that part. I don't trust the big ass wealthy people. But after reporting alleging that Bankman Freed had covertly and inappropriately used funds from FTX customers to make risky bets for a hedge fund. He also ran a huge number of customers rushed into rushed to withdraw their money from the platform quickly, causing the exchange to implode. Wow. <laughs> That's that, that is incredible. People were, were given this, this FTX uh, money for crypto. And then he was taking the money that was supposed to go to crypto and betting with it. Supposedly uh, alleging. Uh, allegedly, but that, that's that's brilliant. Allegedly, he just tanked his own company. I, I've heard part of it. He was blaming his like ex girlfriend for doing this. He, she had like access to it. It was like in her bank account or some shit like that. Or she had access to it, and she was the one that bet with it or gambled with it or some shit. Yeah, um, I'm sure he had no idea she was doing that. Yeah, who knows. Uh, the, the new CEO said, never in my career have I seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information as occurred here. Jesus. That is garbage. He pre the, the new CEO, John J. Ray III, wrote in a court file on Thursday, he previously oversaw Enron's liquidation in the 2000s, among other bankruptcy cases. So the man's seen, like, shit. And he's like, this is some real shit. Yeah. And I should know, because I'm, I'm basically... All so, right. In, in the collapse of the crypto exchange, its sister hedge fund, Alameda, and dozens of affiliated entities... Um, He oversaw the, the hedge fund as well. Okay. Unreliable financial statements, mishandling of consequential data, and the diverting of corporate funds to purchase homes for employees in the Bahamas. <clears throat> Seems like a responsible usage of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, related to this, because I think this is hilarious. FTX investor sues Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchin, I think that's how you say her name, and others as crypto contagion spreads. <laughs> Bruh. So Tom and, and Giselle, they put in like, I think it was like 
good portion of their 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 both of their funds, which she makes more than he does actually, but they're both rich as shit. Really? And so yeah, they both like heavily invested in it. like Brady was in commercials for it. Like they were really like all in on this and uh Yeah, on top of that, so so he's got his divorce going on, he's got the FTX thing, like Tom Brady's having an eventful year, all while he's trying to play football at the age of forty five. I can't believe he's still playing. He was playing. He start. He started playing when we were like three years old in the NFL, and he's still going. My God, dude! And with with this FTX shit, I, I don't know if that's like completely fucked his bank account. Because if it has, he's gonna have to keep playing. I bet he'd it be did. seventy years old. God damn! I mean, he probably has enough wealth to just like settle as a middle class. I'm sure, he's fine. I'm sure he's got like advertising money that he can do. He, he yeah. can get like a job as an analyst. Like he's got. He can go work for like an auto insurance company as a sales rep. I'm Tom Brady, and you need to come on down to Johnson's Subaru for a brand new car. <laughs> come on down to your Tampa area Subaru dealer for a great deal. Where's he live? You'll be scoring touchdowns in no time. Woo. Tom Brady's <laughs> Super Bowl prices. <laughs> he's, just, he's just fat as shit and like balding. <laughs> <laughs> He's <just> balding, <laughs> premature balding. <laughs> oh my god! All right, all right. Let's How get to invested in, in that. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, yeah. I really hope like crypto kind of gets stabilized. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen to it. But I don't know what the hell is gonna happen in the world in the next ten years. So, do you ever, do you ever have an employer ask you that in an interview? Is like, where do you see yourself in the next five years? And I'm like, I have no, I, think, I have no idea right now. I think once a long time ago, and I forget what I said, but it hasn't come up in a while. And I think it's a pretty use, useless question because either you're telling the truth or you're like, you're, most of the time you're just gonna be lying because I'm like, goals. But I don't really think this guy, the company's interested in me saying, oh, you know, I'd like to own a home and have a family and all that. It's like, yeah, how are you going to make me more money? Yeah, I probably just, I don't know. I hope I don't have that question asked to me ever again. But my answer would probably hey. be like alive somewhere. It's good. It's good. Good, employee, good employees are alive. So mm -hmm. uh -huh. that's a good answer. Good answer, good answer. <laughs> Fucking family feud. <laughs> we asked 100 employees, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> um, alive. No. He said alive. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Fucking Steve Harvey. Uh, you want to talk Twitter? Yeah, sure. It's it's gonna die. No, it's gonna die. I'm not surprised. That's a dumpster fire. Twitter employees head for the exits after Elon Musk's extremely hardcore work ultimatum. Really? So another employee exit appears to be underway. Twitter, as many workers rejected Elon Musk's terms for staying with the company, choosing instead to depart. 
Uh, as a deadline approach to employees to respond to Elon Musk's ultimatum to commit to working in an extremely hardcore fashion the company or leave, some employees appeared to publicly indicate they had chosen the latter option. Twitter staffers began posting the salute emoji, which has become a signal that someone is exiting the company. One Twitter employee said in a tweet that deciding to join the company is one of the easiest decisions ever. Deciding to leave was 100% the opposite. Uh, I, I do love that, like, these incredibly privileged people are like, I'm leaving the company because they're going to make me work. <laughs> what? what? What rigorous work could he possibly be requiring you, ever, you to do? Do you ever watch them uh, videos of like pre Musk buy of the like the day in life of a Twitter employee? And it's like I work like three hours a day, and I take you know there's like there's a uh, meditation room. They have four hundred dollar meals or some shit like that. Dude, the, the, yeah, he like. I think he even cut out the free lunches, which was like costing them millions of dollars, yeah, it was, and they were losing it was, money. It was four hundred dollars a plate, and people were like, "Oh, you're gonna starve your employees?" I'm like, "Wait a minute, I have to buy They're my not own children. I gotta buy my lunch every day at work, or bring my lunch, which which I still have to buy the food to make my lunch. So it's yes. you work at Twitter, yeah. Buy your own damn You <laughs> have. A job. By the way, I just turned. I just opened Twitter, and it's like the first, the uh, second tweet is here is is from Edward Snowden replying from the NSA asking for people to come back, and he says, "I'll pass." (laughs) Uh, I I I like what I appreciate what he did, but I also think he's like a Russian shill at this point. Ah, I don't care anymore. So he can only say so much. with the with the shit that Russia's doing now, he he's kind of like saying like, oh, the U.S. is doing things worse. Like, yep. Like at the end of the day, the dude can only say so much. And well, yeah, sure, I don't think he should be arrested or anything like that. But I, I also think he's kind of out there for himself these days, especially being in Russia. He kind of has to do whatever Putin says. Like he can never do that whistleblower shit there. You know? No, he he will go in gulag with uh, what's that, Brittany? Um, Brittany Griner. Oh yeah, yes. I forgot she's still in there. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about her. Uh, a lot of people did. Don't worry about it. I mean, I feel bad, but that's Biden's problem, not mine. The Phoenix Mercury will surely miss her. Your services. How are you doing so far, anyway? What's the record this year? Um, God, you can't even, like, find that easily. Nobody really cares about WNBA. Not really. Uh, not even the women. Ooh, 15 and 21. That's not good. Hey, 21. Hey, I got blackjack. Hey, you got 21 losses. Uh, oh, damn. Negative blackjack. He wins 21 losses. They are... Uh, they are missing her services. Or, I guess their season's not going. I thought I, I forgot the season doesn't go on at the same time as the NBA. You have to look... When did she get arrested? Or uh, caught in Russia? It was like... Forget. Was it January or something? Wow, you'd have to do last season's... Yeah, because uh, it was right before the war. It was like right before the war broke out. 
Dude, that's almost it was like January, February. That's almost two years ago. No, it wasn't two years ago. It was like earlier this year. Is it? Or no? Uh, no, it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like ten months, 10, 11 months ago. Bro, I mean, it, it, it feels like it's been ten years. Seriously, I mean, if I had to spend time in a Russian prison, it would probably feel like ten years. Man, but I live in America, and it feels like ten years. I mean, yeah, but at least at least the American prisons, like they they, you know, I mean, they suck, but they're not. I feel like a Russian prison is like you just the rats like they're treated better than you. Yeah, but it, you think the Russian prisons are more Soviet era or modern? I'm sure they've been in there since the Soviet era. I understand the buildings have been, but I'm talking like the way they're managed. Uh, I mean, I think it's more. I mean, I think there's even more corruption than there used to be, um, especially after the fall of the Soviet Union. Eastern Europe's just loaded with it. I'm pretty sure the um, Siberian gulags have not changed. Oh no, they're they're probably just about the same as they were. I mean, Russia just reused all of the Soviet like assets. So there's really no need to get new ones. Yeah, well, if, why fix what's not broken? I mean, you break people for a living. That's not really much to change. Russia is like a mid-tier power masquerading as a superpower. They <laughs> want you to think they're as powerful as the old Soviet Union, but they really are. Russia mid, haha. <laughs> because the Soviets would have never been bogged down like this in 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 Ukraine. Oh no! Like if this if this was the Soviets, this war would have been done. Probably because they would have sent like twice the amount of soldiers on like day one. Like they would have sent nearly their entire army day one. A lot of dudes would have died, but they would have they would have taken Kiev probably. Oh yeah. Well, see, uh, you, you mentioned you mentioned. Oh wait, no, you still on Twitter right now? We kind of were. We kind of got sidetracked. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, let's see, two Twitter employees told CNN ahead of the deadline on Thursday that they plan to reject the ultimatum citing a toxic work environment uh, that the billionaire has introduced. Uh, another Twitter employee said they were weighing the decision. Basically, they, they've... Uh, the idea has been float, floated around that uh, they might be shut down soon. Mm. I don't think that's going to happen. First of all, if it did, I mean... Okay, like go do something else with your life, my dude. Stop living on Twitter. Um, this whole this whole attitude towards like Musk and Twitter, it's just it's it's so funny because I've just continued to use Twitter as I always have, and nothing's really changed. Um, you have employees that are having meltdowns over it. Like, like how much work could you honestly be doing at it? At it? Social media, like you're gonna be working, but I don't. Do you ask, I don't know. Yeah, you're not a coal mine. I, I figured it'd be a lot of like customer service and like ad admin stuff. You know, just going through like reports and uh, scams and shit, and just knocking stuff down. I don't yeah, know. It can't really be that. I mean, as long as he's not violating like labor laws and shit, like I don't really know what. He could do that honestly. I think they just had it really cushy the last, like, pretty much ever since it was founded and ever since they worked there. And then now Elon's here and it's like, you guys are going to do a little bit more work. And they're like, nope, I'm leaving the company. 
Yeah. Work for Facebook or something. Uh, they just laid off, like, what, 11,000 people, though? Yeah, and they they shut down the Twitter offices as a result of... Uh, I, I think what they're trying to do is they're... they're Elon and all them, they're worried about sabotage because a lot of these guys probably still have some level of access to Twitter, so... Yeah, I believe that part. They could fuck something up, and it would, you know, potentially be something so bad that it, Twitter would have to be all, offline for, like, months, probably, to fix the problem. So they, they might just shut it down to avoid that. I don't know if they're going to do that. My guess would be no. I don't think so. No, Elon, I feel like he wouldn't just, like, shut it down. Uh, but I could also see it happening, because he, he rolled out that blue check mark thing, which is a kind of a disaster for because people were impersonating other... Um, it was only out for, like... Creating, account, creating accounts, paying the $8, and then they would, like, tank a company's stock by saying, like, we're making insulin free now. Yeah, well, to be honest, that shit was only out for, like, two days. And it's no, hard. It felt like much longer, didn't it? I know, it, uh, it did, because there's the blue checks never went away. He just turned off people from being being able to buy it. I I don't know. It, it, I was reading a bit uh, on that, and they were like not even actually verifying accounts. Like, there's pretty. Uh, I just had a fucking brain aneurysm. Thank you, Fetterman. <laughs> a Fetter moment. <laughs> the Fetter moment is exactly what it was. <laughs> no, there's like uh, different levels of security clearance that you have to go through to verify an account. And they just weren't doing just like all right, we're just just set up a payment plan and then all right, now you're verified. I'm like that's more of a subscription service, which by all means is what he wants to do is let people buy the blue check mark, but they're not verifying who these people are, which Yeah. It's counter kind of to the point of yeah, it's it's not it's this I can't think of a word. Well and he kinda of like implements things before you really think he thinks about it. He's like, this is going to be a great idea, and then it's like, oh shit! It's oh, not never mind, <laughs> never mind. Got to break out the eraser real quick. Like, I'm sure if they got a couple people in a room and they're like, guys, what? Let's just try to poke holes in this. What could go wrong? Like, if you did that, somebody probably would have figured this out pretty quickly. Jesus, because just putting parody in your bio or in your title usually isn't enough. Um, because you could also just make your account as a company and then make that. And even if you get banned, it's like you are, you already did the damage. The damage is done. <laughs> it wasn't even your account. You just made one. So. I, I do love how like Twitter for years was used as like a, like a weapon, like politically. Yeah, and now that they can't do it anymore, they're throwing a hissy fit about it. Exactly. So yeah, it's like if it get you know if Twitter's ruined forever and it never comes back, fine, because you you guys irresponsibly used it. You shut down news stories that should have never been shut down. You were silencing people, kicking people off for the dumbest of things. And if it gets ruined, then so be it. You couldn't use it responsibly, so it got broken by someone else. I don't want it to be broken. I like using Twitter, but if that's what it takes, I mean, shit. Like an awful celebrity sharing their terrible opinions on there 24-7. I mean, it's, they're terrible. Awful people. 
terrible opinions, but free speech means they were able to do that. So I don't really don't care. You can do it on Twitter. Wait, what was that? The only I'm saying they they can do it somewhere else. Like you know, Twitter goes kablooey, then you know. Oh yeah, they'll they'll they're, they're well, just mad because they won't be able to reach an audience. Yeah, that Twitter can provide. Yeah, I know. Well, what's that new one that they came out with once Elon Musk bought Twitter? Was uh, what uh, Tribal Social? They made their own. It's probably garbage, just like all the other Twitter knockoffs. Just like Parler, just like fucking Truth Social. Like they all suck. Yeah. When you create that original idea, what Twitter was just, hey, let's have an app where you can just write shit and post it, and it has to be like a certain character limit. Like, not Facebook, where you can post entire paragraphs. Just a little blurb, and that's it. And it was a brilliant idea, and it worked, and it got popular. You can't want, you can't imitate that. Kind of the same with YouTube, uh, video sharing site. You're the first guy to come up with that. Everybody else is kind of chasing you afterwards, and it's not, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, MySpace is one of those rare things where they were kind of the first to an idea, but then kind of Facebook took their idea and made it better, and then everybody abandoned MySpace. But for the most part, when you get to that idea first, you you pretty much have the advantage. So no Twitter knockoffs ever going to be as good as the actual thing. No matter how many people join, because they're eventually they're going to get like tired of it. Like unless you have huge financial backing, because you need massive resources to make a site like Twitter. Oh yeah. Make the UI like preferable. Maybe you know the, the interface, being able to find things easily, post things easily. Yep. Uh, that that's that was my problem when I tried to use a site like Parlor like a while back. I just wanted to see what it was, and it's like this kind of sucks. Well, it's like always going to be a, it's always going to be a work in progress with anything on the internet. Nothing's True. ever going to be a finished product because it always evolves. There's always new new ways to do things. Always new um, algorithms and tech and coding and all that stuff. Designs and it's constantly changing. It's ever evolving. So, otherwise, it'll end up like Microsoft Edge. Ugh. Edge isn't really that bad. Uh, <laughs> it's still garbage. It's it. It's it just fine. got to you know the Chrome version of Internet Explorer, and that's it. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even remember ever having issues with Internet Explorer. Oh, really? Did you no, just, like I don't remember. Did you just search that ten years ago? I I get I get the I get the jokes and I find them very funny, but like, I I remember Internet Explorer. I'm like I don't think I had any problems with it. I mean, I did back in the day. I had to write like school papers and stuff, do research. I, I never having any problems with it. It's like the the Bing memes. Like, what well, do you use Bing only get to get to Google? <laughs> Pretty much. What do you use Internet Explorer to so I can download Chrome? <laughs> There's a dude who made a whole um, web comic series about the internet browsers as anime girls. Uh, Alright. It, it was just... I mean, it was well drawn. I'll give him that. How well it's drawn are we talking about? Like, like, they send her down to the, the, the doldrums that the, like no one wants to use her anymore. Oh, oh my god. Chrome is more popular, Firefox, all that stuff. Know your place, trash. Know your fucking place, trash. 
Uh, speaking of trash, Nancy yes. Pelosi steps down as Democrat leader after 19 years. 19 years? Too long. Uh, let's see. Congressman who was elected in 1987 says a new generation is needed. Hakeem Jeffries slated to take her place. Anything Where... anything but boomers. That was Hakeem Jeffries. From New York. And he is 52. Which for politicians is fairly young. It is fairly young. I mean, uh, DeSantis is in his 50s, right? He has 40s. I thought he was 50. Nah, I think he's he might be closer to that. He's 44, dude. Oh, damn. I thought he was like 50. I know, right? My man's is 44 and flying high. Yeah, like I feel like in politics, like your 50s is kind of like your 40s almost. And, and you're, if you're in your 40s, you're like in your like late 20s kind of. Like, wow, he's really young, but like he's like a 44 year old man. Like, no, no one's going to see him and say, like, wow, look at, a, look at that youthful man. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, politics is almost like sports. Like, if you're, if you're in your, no, nah, not really. Cause sports, like, if you hit your 30s, you're like, wow, look at that old man. And, and if you're in politics and you're in your 30s, you're like, wow, look at that young guy. Depends on what job you're in. There was a couple of Gen Zers that became, um, Representatives, I think one did in like Florida, kind of like a, I think like a statewide rep, no, like a major rep or anything. Mm. Like 25, 26 years old, he's like, I'm the first Gen Zer to be elected to government. Oh yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about now. And then, uh, he's... wow, that's great. The rest of your state voted heavily Republican. Congratulations, the largest blowout in Florida's. Not seen in the last 40 years. Not sure how long his career is going to be. No, but he can at least have that title as the first of his generation to serve. As we get older and more people of our generation serve and make things worse. You're going to try and get people of our generation to actually work? Oh my god. That's not going to happen. I thought they just wanted free money and free food and free housing. I, mean, I want all those things, but I understand they're not attainable. Of course, they're not attainable. I mean, they're they all wait. They are attainable if you work for it, or if you vote for Nancy Pelosi. Or at least that's what she'll tell you. But the end result will not be that. You can get free food with money. Let's see. She stepped down uh, after 19 years, make way for a new generation. She's 82. She could have stepped down 10 years ago and said the same thing, and it would have had the same effect. I mean, they would have kept the 19 years part, you know, after 19 years, because they just don't, I'm pretty sure, it feels like she's been there since the beginning of, uh, of time itself. When was Lincoln born? <laughs> she's so old, she, there's pictures of her standing next to John F. Kennedy. Not even pictures, there's oil paintings. <laughs> dagger types or some shit. Uh, she's sitting next to Napoleon. Queen Elizabeth the first. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wasn't that like the 1600s? Probably. She's old. Old as dirt. She's, what I'm trying to get is she's a very old woman. There are so many old politicians in our government right now. It's, for, it's, it's basically a nursing home. Uh, Rex Chapman on Twitter was simping for her. 
Oh, garbage. Which, you know, yeah, maybe she wasn't bad looking 60 years ago. 60! Uh, she should not be in the public eye anymore. Neither should Biden, neither should Mitch McConnell. You reach the eighth decade of life and you're still in... You don't have any fresh ideas at that point. Yeah, there's there's no... Your your um, brain is is basically on the verge of tapioca. I mean, she's still gonna be in her her. She's still gonna be in her house seat. Like she still has that for now. But she's just gonna be separate, step down speaker. That I mean, she's she's gonna keep that seat for as long as she wants to. <laughs> yeah, no. No one's gonna run against her. It's it's the same thing I said earlier. No one's gonna run against her. No one's gonna. You know. Until someone does, though. He'll beat them every single time. She always does. Yeah, but... 1987? Like, this one is like, oh, Nancy Pelosi? It's San Francisco, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Unless you had a black, like, trans-disabled immigrant that ran against her, maybe then she'd, she'd have a... She'd have oh, my God, her. that is a... So many other fucking uh, characteristics to add to that ticket, aren't you? <laughs> What do you mean you don't want to vote for the black handicapped trans activist? From... Are you racist, ableist, sexist, transphobic, you, xenophobic? You can just call her a cis white female and just move on with your life. Uh, nothing worse than being a cis white female. I know, but they voted for her. Just like they voted for McConnell, Mr. In, Turtleface. Uh, he's Kentucky, right? Yeah, he's Kentucky. Along with um, Rand Paul, I think. Yes, I want to say so. Two out of Kentucky, because I think Kentucky has two, like Pennsylvania. Uh, well, every state has two, I think. Senators, senators. Every state has two, and then every the the House of Representatives is dependent on how many people you have. Yeah, it's Rand Paul. I know government stuff. I didn't. I didn't have a. a a government class. Uh, what, what's what do they call it? What's the name for it? When you, uh, is it civics? I think it's called civics. I think so. I, I, I never was, had that. <laughs> I would say ethics, but it's there's nothing ethical about about. about politics. Oh, it's definitely not ethics. There's nothing. <laughs> nothing. About nothing government. ethical about uh, politics here. No. Let's see, there had been talk Pelosi would stay in Congress um, uh, in a role that would give her an advisor status, uh, but we don't know. Pelosi became the highest ranking woman in congressional history in 2002, and she was chosen House, House Minority Whip, was chosen as leader in 2003, rose Speaker of the House in 2006, so she had that role for a little bit, then she lost it, then she regained it again, mm. being the bane of our existence ever since. She's like herpes. Always there. Comes back when it gets stressful. Just like McConnell. He's more like a wart. He's a turtle. He is a turtle. He literally is a turtle. Literally, like, yeah. That is a turtle in a, in a suit. Uh, it's like, seriously. Turtle. He's he's doing the opposite. She's stepping down. He just got re-elected as uh, Senate Minority Leader. Bro, you should put that up to the uh, voters. That should not be a, a Senate thing. Like, it's no. I don't even know who would. Uh, no one's favorable of him. No one is favorable of him. U.S. registered voters. 
are 67% unfavorable towards McConnell. Let's, let's, let's narrow it down. Even white people, 72% unfavorable. Politics, Republican, 59% unfavorable. Men. So what you're saying is he's not a very well-liked man. No, and how did he win the fucking... I don't know. It's... Because he's in a heavily red district, and when you get that seat once, you're you're not going to lose it. Mm. Unless Maybe... you do something monumentally stupid like Liz Cheney, where you basically go against your entire party. His seat wasn't get... his yeah. seat wasn't up for re-election, though. No, um, but it was. I remember when it was last time. Hey, he, he won it. Yeah, twenty twenty. Listen, Ooh, who was it he was running against? It was some woman, I think. Uh. Okay. Yeah, I forget who it was, but I, I know they're like making a big deal. Like we're gonna defeat Mitch McConnell, and he just won pretty easily. I know he won like he won by like uh thirty points. Oh, Rick Scott was um was bidding against McConnell to become minority leader. The former governor of Florida and uh current senator. Yeah, he was running against Amy McGrath. I guess that would have been better, I don't know. Oh yeah, Amy McGrath, I remember that. Yeah. That rings a bell. Yeah, GOP leadership is archaic, and it's not going anywhere. It's just kind of spinning its wheels. Yeah, it really is. Funding the wrong races. I mean, you didn't even need to put that much. You didn't even need to put any money into Florida, honestly. Nope. Like, any significant money put into Florida was a waste because Ron DeSantis was pulling ahead like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was double-ditched. He was in the 20s. 20 point I wasn't mark. expecting him to win by fucking 20 points. Me I never saw that coming. I didn't see that. What? When was the I last... was 100% confident he was going to win. When was the last fucking race that pulled away with 20-something points? I think they said that it was... In a significant a... Uh, battleground state like Florida. Uh, I think they said... I think I forget. Like uh, in, in, at least in Florida, it was like um, largest margin of victory since 1982 governor election, uh, which was won by a Democrat at the time. Uh, so that was 64 percent to 35 percent, so that was much bigger. But still, it, it had not been seen in 40 years. That's how big the victory was. It just does not happen, even in states that are. I mean, look at Texas, which is always a red state. Like, Abbott didn't win by, like, that much. Like, he won by, what, seven, eight points, something like that? I think so. I mean, what in what, like, timeline would you have guessed that the governor of Florida would win re-election by more than the governor of Texas? Yeah, I know. Unthinkable, even five years ago, even when DeSantis was first elected, he won by, like, a couple of percent, like percentage of a percentage point like like 0.23 percent or something shit and next time around he wins by 20 like that's insane yeah what was the texas one i'm just curious 2000 
Yeah, he won. Yeah, so he won fifty fifty four to forty three, um, which is a significant margin, but it's it's not, you know, DeSantis blowout territory in a state that used to be a swing state and is now unquestionably a red state. Mm. Like it, it is, it is laughable how how solidly red that state is now. And I think that's that's that is partially due to immigration, but that's you know Caribbean immigrants from that region, immigrants from you know like Latin America, the, the ones that came up and said we've been through socialism, it sucks. So anybody that's like yeah. anybody that's leaning that way, even if they're not full on socialist, like we're not going to vote that way. We're going to vote, and the numbers back that up, like Puerto Ricans, mm-hmm. Cubans overwhelmingly went towards DeSantis after like kind of splitting in um, 2018 when he was first elected overwhelmingly went to him in this year's election. And of course it doesn't help that Charlie Chris is a terrible candidate. Yeah. And he doesn't exactly inspire the voters to come out for. It's, I don't know. He used to be a Republican. That don't make no shit, man. He was a Republican governor of Florida, uh, no, no, and then he switched sides and lost. Proclaimed DeSantis an evil fascist. You know that's yeah. how it goes. Alrighty. Um, so speaking of governors or would have been governors, uh, Carrie Lake in Arizona, uh, she lost along with Blake Masters. Uh, and um, Adam Laxalt, that's in Nevada. Uh, he lost his Senate bid. Uh, so pretty much just a couple of like Republican losses in a row there. So we know that for, for sure Democrats can retain control of the Senate. Republicans clinched the House today. So we at least know that, of course. That part, part of the reason why uh, Nancy Pelosi is stepping down because she won't have the position anymore anyway. But I was like, screw it, I'm just going to retire. Um, so Carrie Lake declines to concede, says she's assembling legal teams. So a lot of this stuff is, is sort of difficult for me to like just say, oh, well, they they cheated, right? I, I never really liked going that direct route. Even, although sometimes there is, there is that, that hint of suspicion, like it took them a week to count votes. Yeah. The longer you take, the more the door opens for fraud. Exactly. And in no developed country should it take almost a week to count votes for one state. Yeah, I know. It's millions of people. I don't care. It shouldn't take that long. It's it's funny, you know, seeing the people that, like, uh, model France in their policies and the way they run their yeah, country voting. i know and it's vote in person i think it's paper ballots right it's i mean i'm not probably i've never been to france and i never voted in france yeah we'll need the revive but uh, i think it's in person in person only no mail-in ballot even i don't know about military but they don't really have a lot of people overseas well so. that's the only ones that that should be like you know, either you're a military member or you have a serious medical condition, you can't leave your house. Exactly. I and mean, even then, there's ways you can fortify those ballots by, you know, 
listing a military ID number on it and making sure that you're the person that filled that shit out. You know, everyone's got their own personal signature. I don't care if it's like a thumbprint. Make your mark on it. I knew people that were that could have totally went in and did in-person voting that didn't. They just did the mail-in thing. Why? They're fucking lazy. I don't know. Lazy people got the vote. That in itself. I don't get it. I went into the voting place. It took me a minute, and I came out, and I was done because it boom, 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 press the buttons. That's it. I'm done. Yeah, I know. It's it's also the uh, the door knockers in big urban cities that you know go around knocking on people's doors and having them fill out their mail in ballots. I remember when I still got Democrats knocking at my door because I was still registered as one when I voted for Bernie in 2016. Yeah, they would knock on our door anyway because they were trying to just get people to vote. And it's like, you just not see the flag outside that everyone tries to spit on? Hey, look, man, listen, you know what? Sometimes they can convert you, maybe if they're good at talking. Yeah, they can't convert me while throwing eggs. Dude, eggs are expensive. That's a good deal. Take their eggs. Free, free eggs? Well, this was six years ago, so... Still, <laughs> yes, yeah, still, man. Still, I get, I get eggs or eggs, man. Get some chickens, you'll be good. That's it. If only, if only someone I knew had chickens in their backyard. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> too bad you're too fucking far away, you city slipper. You. I don't want your dirty butt shells. Listen, listen. They're the epitome of a lot of culinary arts, so you can do a lot of things with an egg. You're back to the future named chickens. Exactly. Uh, One. Let's see. So Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake declined to concede governor race to Democrat Katie Hobbs on Thursday, raising concerns about the election process. Uh, Associated Press and other outlets projected Hobbs won the race on Monday, but Lake indicated she's assembling a legal team that is collecting evidence and data pertaining to the electoral progress. Rest assured, I have assembled the best and brightest legal team. We are exploring every avenue to correct many wrongs that have been done in the past week. I'm doing everything in my power to right these wrongs. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Accepting the results of the election. Blah, blah, blah. Totally secure, most secure election ever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, more more secure than the uh, 2020 election, you know? Lake tweeted, uh, Arizonans know BS when they see it. And I actually saw that tweet right away. I'm like, hmm, she, she's, I kind of knew she was going to be doing this stuff. And she lost it. She was like, that, that is kind of the one thing that uh, if a Republican wins, they don't like say anything about the, the process. I mean, how it would kind of help your cause if you were like, I won, but let me look into this, you know? Because if you only challenge it when you lose, then people are going to look at it like, well, you're just being a sore loser. Yeah. Even if you have a case. Seven of the county's 223 voting centers early on election day used uh, printers that turned out, this is Maricopa County, uh, printers that turned out ballots with ink that was too light for the tabulation machines to read. Mm. You know, of course, them having issues on the one day that they have to work. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. We have the technology to access the internet and world information on our phones, but we can't get it fucking tabulated to work. 
Did they not test it the day before? They, these things should have been vigorously day. tested and prepped the day before. I feel like you're going to have like hundreds of thousands of people showing up to vote all you know, all day, every day, all day, like that whole election day. It might be a good idea to just like look at it and say, hmm, let me let me make a fake ballot and see if it works. Nah, they're just like, nah, plug them in, they'll be fine. Yeah. Or they were up to some funny business. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to question election integrity. Uh, also, like, she's kind of, Katie Hobbs is kind of, like, in charge of, like, elections in Arizona. Kind of throwing that out there. That makes no sense. Why? I mean, Brian Kemp did the same thing in 2018, I believe, right? Yeah, he, he was kind of, yeah. And then, uh, got then uh, Stacey Abrams did the thing that Democrats said you weren't supposed to do, which is question uh, the results of an election. Mm. Then she quote unquote conceded. So then Democrats say, "Well, she conceded. She didn't really. Never. She said she said the word, but then she went on to, to question it for the remainder of the years, from the day she lost up until this year when she ran again and lost by even more. You, you she see. did that one thing they said you're not supposed to do. She questioned the election." She said the word concede, but you forgot to mention that the words I will not were in front of that sentence. Hillary Clinton did the same thing where she conceded to Trump and then questioned whether or not he won legitimately every day since. No, she didn't question it. She stated it. Stated it. Yeah, that's and not. You can't do that. You no. can't just because you said you conceded in the past. It doesn't matter the moment you say, well, actually, I think the Russians helped him. You just. You just took back your conceit the minute you say that. Yeah, I know. Like That is, you undermined him from day one. You don't get to say, oh, well, I actually, I conceded when I lost. Like, no, you didn't. You said the word, and then you backtracked immediately after. Did Trump ever officially uh, concede from the 2020? I think, kind of. I mean, he stepped down, but I don't know if he ever... I mean, he kind of did the same thing where he, he just basically questioned it ever since he lost. And I wonder that's if... ongoing. And of course, now he's announced his candidacy again. That's official now. I wonder if they're going to make a law where you can't run again until you concede from your last uh, election cycle. Maybe. I don't know. That kind of makes sense. I mean, if you don't accept that you failed, well, how can you move on? Uh, you don't really have to concede so long as you step down and relinquish your office. It's kind of the I whole guess. Like, idea. But it doesn't really work with like Beto or Stacey Abrams because they never really held office. Yeah, but then it doesn't really, it doesn't change anything. So even if they don't accept the loss, it's like tough shit and you're not the governor. So I get that, but I um, think it should penalize them on the, on the, uh, the next run. Like, hey man, you just never... Uh, the way you're talking, it sounds like you never stopped the first run. Like, come on, man. It's like, all right, we lost. Let's try this again. Not that hard. It takes two seconds. Yep. Sorry. Good game. Get you next time. Speaking of someone who lost, uh, John Fetterman, who lost his mind, shows how Democrats can win back working class. That is hilarious. That is... Look, I, I will say one thing about about this whole the, the race was a disaster because you ran Dr. Oz which was just a bad idea for multiple reasons 
some some wanted to connect him to Doug Mastriano because they said, well, Doug Mastriano was a terrible candidate, so they tied him with Oz. Oz, I think, would have lost even if you had the best Republican running as governor. Yeah. Because nobody likes Dr. Oz. Yeah. And I really tried. I really tried to, like, look into him and see some of his stuff's okay, but, like, he has he's only held these opinions for the last year or two. And he, he's talking about, like, against his transitioning, like, gender transitioning, but then he had a transgender, like, boy on his show like years ago <laughs> mm. you can't you know questioning whether or not fracking you know i don't know and now i'm like 100 percent for fracking and fetterman did the same thing because you can't be against fracking and run for any position in pennsylvania because it will not go well unless you're joe biden then you know funny business happens on election day but anyway I, I am kind of tired of Fetterman being painted as like this this relatable guy. Like he's never held an honest job in his entire life. He doesn't even look relatable. I mean, he kind of does. I've seen a lot of dudes that look like Fetterman. Maybe not as big, but like the hoodies, the the shorts, the fucking shitty goatee. Like, I mean that that's that's our that's Topher with the fucking beard. Oh my Topher. god! <laughs> How dare you compare the pinnacle of man to Topher? Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Fetterman is the next stage of evolution. That is peak. No, that's evolution. What are you talking about? That's at the first. There was Hugh. First, there's human. Next is Fetterman. God. Yep. It's gonna be that evolution meme where it's like we were wrong. Turn around. <laughs> turn around. Go back. They turn. reach the Fetterman and they turn around. <laughs> Actually, he probably has more in common with, like, our Neanderthal ancestors than really. But, yeah, he, there, there's just nothing, like, relatable. Like, like he, he plays the part, but he's really not that. You do a, an inch of research and you realize that this guy is, is a fraud, really. Yeah. Parents supported him up until he became assistant and lieutenant governor of the state. He, he yeah he has a wife and kids and all that but he he, he hasn't supported them with his own money. Mm -hmm. The mayor of Braddock doesn't make a lot. They make far less than somebody working at a Target, and it's more of like a. I think it's more of a um, honorary sort of ceremonial position in a way. It's not a major mayor mayoral thing. It's not a big city. It's like a really small town. Yeah, you you can you can brag about stopping gun deaths for five years, but I don't really know if that had much to do with you. I think you just happened to be in the right place at the right time with a shotgun yelling at a black man. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I've heard actual people like say, like actual black people say that that was like really something that they were like, "Wow, he actually did that. That's really awful." <laughs> Irresponsible firearm use. You can't make legislation on, on any firearms or vote on any legislation of firearms when you yourself were horribly irresponsible with one. <laughs> yeah. What if his finger slipped? And he shot the dude. Man, he would just be like Alec Baldwin. I mean, his, his career would have been done before it even started, honestly. That happened. He's very lucky that that incident didn't go worse than that. He could have been the George Zimmerman of his day. Yeah, he could have been. 
I mean, he looked the part. I mean, he he looked even worse back then. Like he looked even more like a white supremacist back then. The goatee was longer. He had the the this like jacket, this like leather jacket on and shit. Like, dude, looked like he was like in the KKK. Honestly, <laughs> skinhead look going on. Uh, but I don't really see it as an impressive win for Fetterman because a, a more competent candidate probably wins by much more over Dr. Oz. The fact that Dr. Oz had a chance, part of it was, yeah, he had the stroke. But I think people really started to learn that Fetterman was not very authentic. He was not the everyman. He's not very, he's, again, he's just not a relatable guy. Yep. I, I don't relate to him. I've worked more honest jobs in my 25 years of life, and this guy has, what, 53? Mm. Like, that's that's insane. He had incredibly rich parents. Like, I didn't, right? Like, so he, he, he grows up in this, this, this great privileged atmosphere. He gets, basically, he gets this, this small-town mayor job, which probably wasn't even all that hard to get elected to anyway. Nah, there's probably like 18 people that voted and just like, who is this veteran? I don't know, but he seemed like a nice young boy. Like two, 10 people showed up to vote that day. Exactly. Fetterman's like, we had the best outcome in our election <laughs> since 1984. When 12 people showed up. And then he gets lucky that someone like Tom Wolf comes around. It's like, I just need a dude to like stand next to me at press conferences and, and look weird to take the attention he's off like, of me. He's like the Forrest Gump for Democrats. He stands there and wave. Run, Fetterman, run. God, please don't run. The hoodie might fall <laughs> off. Boom, boom, boom. Fucking Earth shakes. Fucking Shrek. I want Soul Shrek. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Right, Reckerman. Reckerman. <laughs> Shredderman. The Shredder. Fetterman's love. Fetterman's love. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, he is very memeable, but not not for like the oh, he's so relatable. No, he's no, he's he's, he's literally a giant hulking caveman. He's literally a walking meme. <laughs> there was a picture of like. His him and his wife standing outside like his office where it said Senator Elect Fetterman, and it's like mostly centered on his wife, and he's like kind of off to the side with this weird ass pose. Oh, because because the photo basically says she's 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 the one making the decisions here. She's the Senator Elect, but. Yeah, so that's going to be another, that's going to be a fun cycle with him as a I know, just the speaking spell in Congress is going to be amazing. Serving next to Toomey, like, doesn't even look. <laughs> or, oh, um, God. Bob Casey, Bob Casey. Yeah, we got, we got Casey and we got Fetterman now. Yep, true all-stars. Yeah, he'll, 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 Casey, I don't know if he'll ever be unseated. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that. He's got that cushy position where he just keeps getting reelected because uh, people in Pennsylvania liked his dad, and they just well, we don't know any better. He's he's just been around. He's the incumbent, so we'll just keep voting him. Mostly because they keep putting weaker Republicans up against him as well. Oh my God, not quite Doctor Oz tier, but I mean they they tried Lou Barletta last time, who who's a respectable Republican, I guess, but. 
Very, very Italian man. Incredibly Italian looking. No, we need the Didn't mob. Well. We need the mob back in America. I mean, they're they're probably they're they're around. They're I think they're just a watered down version of what they used to be. Yeah, we need the uh, the straight fucking whiskey. You're getting dudes hanging outside of like cigar shops wearing track suits. Like that's that's what the mob is nowadays. Yes. It's no longer the put on a, a suit and you know go beat the shit out of a guy for not paying his protection money, some shit like that. Like that that's not really what happens anymore. But they make for good documentaries and good good um Martin Scorsese films. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um do you have anything else you wanna talk about? Nah. Nah, I'm burnt out right now. He's sleepy. He's gonna go to sleep. Fuck yeah, man. So am I. But thank you for joining us, episode fifty. Um, we will be back, uh, maybe with Gary next time if if he gets reelected to his his pod seat. He will be the president of Ukraine. Oh God. That would be quite the sight to see. It would be yes. Just yells at Putin. And next thing, uh, Russia capitulates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. He took flag from Kremlin. <laughs> he, he he licked my ear when I met him. <laughs> <It's> fucking, <laughs> it's like Borat uh, running a country. <laughs> that'd be a good movie. That would be. I'll pitch that next time. A bit, bitch to who? All right, we will be back next week. Please check us out on our social media for as long as it exists uh, at American POV on Twitter, uh, American POV on Facebook, um, our listening platforms, Spotify, our Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, uh, and uh, FTX. <laughs> no. No. For a monthly subscription. <laughs> monthly subscription of, you know, 18 Bitcoin. Where it disappears into some rich lady's casino. Exactly. Don't worry, we'll we'll take really good care of your investments. Mm, yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Thanks for listening. Uh we'll see you next week. Bye.